Hello, welcome back. I'm so happy that you are here with me today. Today is going to be part two in my three-part series. So you want to be a stay-at-home mom. So if that is you, if you desire to be home with your family, to stay home for whatever reason, I want that for you. So I'm going over a three-part series on things you need to know to make that a reality. And today's episode is going to be a step-by-step roadmap of everything you need to do to figure out your plan, how to get yourself to be at home. So stay with me. It's going to be a great episode. Let's dive in. Welcome to Frugal Living for Families. Are you ready to help your family thrive, not just survive on a single income? If so, you are in the right place. Together, we are going to save money, learn to be thrifty, budget the easy way, lower expenses, and work toward becoming debt-free. Hi, my name is Mandy Lewis, and I cannot wait to help you care well for your family, find peace, and change your family's financial future. So, reach your hand into those crumb-infested couch cushions, grab those loose quarters, and let's get saving. Hey, did you know that we have an awesome Facebook group community? It's absolutely free and I would love to have you come join us. We are an amazing group of women who just want to share ideas, tips, tricks, things that have worked for you and your family to help you save money, get out of debt, build up savings, become a stay-at-home mom if that is your dream, just any way to save money and help our families live more frugally, more simply, you name it. We'd love to have you over there. It's a fun group of women. So come over to facebook.com slash groups slash frugal living for families. Or if you just search on Facebook for the group frugal living for families and come join us. All right, let's dive in to today's topic. This is your roadmap. These are the action steps that you need to take if you are serious about becoming a stay-at-home mom. If your dream, if your goal is to be at home and you are currently working outside the house, go grab some paper and a pen and be ready to take some notes. These are the steps to take. You may not need all of them, uh, but we're going to go through each of them so you know exactly what to do to become a stay-at-home mom. And it's important to note, when I say stay-at-home mom, I really just mean an at-home mom. So that might mean that you work at home. It could mean that you don't work at home. This is for you. It's a custom plan that you're going to come up with today on exactly what you need to do. You may not need to work. Others may need to. So Go through each step and plan to spend some time on each step to really drill down at the heart of what these steps are, what the actions are that you need to take that will help you make your dream a reality. Number one, first and foremost, is you have to identify why it even matters to you. You probably have heard the expression, your big why. Uh, You may have heard, uh, there's a great book out there called Start With Why. And it's really because knowing deep down your true reasons for your desire it's, is what's going to keep you going. Anytime the going gets tough, anytime there's something where you're, you just can't find the energy to do it, or 
it feels like it's taking way too long or you're not feeling motivated, your why is going to bring you back to get back in the game. So it's really important to establish deep down your reason for wanting to be at home. And there's no right or wrong. So it's whatever your reason is. And this could be a reason that you and your spouse, if you have a partner or spouse, that it's your why together. It could be just yours in your heart where you feel you're being led. That why is going to get you through any of the messy middle, hard times where you just want to throw in the towel. It may involve some hard work. And so this mindset around why you really want it and that it's all going to be worth it in the end is going to carry you through. Number two is to have important communication with your family. So this could involve your spouse or partner if you have one. If this is your desire and you have never communicated that, this is the time, right? Have that conversation with your spouse or partner. If they are in on board with you, if they are in alignment with your dream and your goal, then getting your children involved. So letting them know, I would love to be at home with you. And it's going to take some work and maybe some sacrifices, but they're going to be worth it. Now, if you have little kids, really they aren't going to even be aware of sacrifices, right? It's when, if you have kids that are a little bit older, maybe they're used to going out and spending money and buying anything they want whenever they want, and maybe that needs to change. So just kind of bringing them on board and the benefits of having you at home um, can go a long way in those conversations. Also, you may need to have communication with friends or loved ones who are used to you going out and maybe dining out with them all the time or going and doing things and that you may choose to forego in your effort to get out of debt or to save up money um, and get at home faster, you may forego some of those things and it may affect just the things that you're doing with those loved ones. So you may need to get creative, have them over to hang out, um, do potluck dinners, things like that, but it's doable. It's just worth having that conversation with them and get their support. They may not even understand it. They might think it's ridiculous of an idea, but it's your dream. It's your goal. It's not for them to decide. Um, so just being upfront about your communication that you still love them. You still want to spend time with them. It's just going to look differently and that you would love to have them support you. All right. Step three is list out all of your goals. So what I mean is these are like financial type goals. So one goal being to become a stay at home mom, right? To be at home that would be a goal. Maybe you have a goal if you have debts, a goal would be to eliminate your debts. If you do not have any kind of a savings, an emergency savings might be a great goal. If you have kids that you wanna save up for college education, if you have a goal of an investment property or you wanna start on your retirement, maybe you don't contribute to a 401k yet and that's something you'd like to do you name it, whatever your goals are, write down, this is the time to not be a judge of your own ideas and goals. Do not decide something is out of reach, write it down. If it's on your heart, write it down. You'll be able to then prioritize the goals in order. And what can also be helpful once you have that list of goals is to identify what are your one-year goals, your five-year goals, your 10 and beyond goals. 
And I like to say that you really only want maybe one, maybe two main goals for a year. But right now, your first and foremost goal that we're talking about in this episode is to become an at-home mom. So that is the goal that this roadmap is going to help you with. All right, now that you know what your goals are and you have them in order, priority, number four is to create a budget. Of course, we need to be on a budget. If you have any kind of a goal that involves your money, you should be on a budget. It doesn't mean that you have to be on a highly restrictive budget. It just means some kind of a budget where you have a pulse of where your money's going and actually where you want it to go. So a budget is about freedom. It's about you deciding what's important to you to spend your money on. Where do you want that money to go? And where do you not want it to go? Where do you feel like it's wasteful to spend money? You you have a say in where your money goes and this will allow you that visibility to make those decisions to know that it is going where you want it to. So you're going to create a budget. I have great episodes all about this. I'll link them in the notes. Um, And then once you have your budget created, you're going to want to set up that system that will help you track your spending against your budget. So you know, do I need to make further adjustments? Tracking your spending is what gives you that knowledge to make those decisions and to see and assess and make adjustments. Number five, once you have your budget created, number five is to start reducing your expenses wherever you can. If your goal is to stay at home, then and you'd feel right now that you cannot give up your income, then we need to start having you reduce your expenses as much as possible. So going category by category, just take one at a time. Do not get overwhelmed with this, but we can't get you overwhelmed and giving up altogether. So take one category. I like to suggest food because it's typically where we can greatly reduce our expenses the most and the most quickly. So this is dining out food and this is groceries. It's anything you consume, start there, but category by category, you're going to go through and see what you can eliminate. So if you think about everything you have to pay for, that is why you have that job, right? So if we wanna get you out of as much of that income as possible of needing to earn, that will allow you to be at home that much sooner. So for example, if we can cut your grocery budget by $500 a month, let's say, and that might sound like a lot, but until you start actually tracking your spending, you may not even be aware of how much you actually are spending on food right now. It could be shocking. It really was for my husband and I when we did this in the very beginning. Uh, The amount we were spending on groceries was ridiculous on its own, but then we were spending dining out even more money every month than we were on groceries. It was absurd when we sat down and figured out how much we were spending. So a huge amount of money we were able to reduce, which is a lot of income I no longer had to earn. So with our example, if you are able to reduce by $500, let's say in just food alone, well, in order to earn $500 that you bring home in your job, you really have to earn more than 500. You have to earn 650 maybe, that's a rough number, um, dollars a month to pay for that $500 in food because of taxes, of course, right? So if you figure out your dollar per hour 
take, let's just take that example of $650, divide that by how much you make per hour. And that is how many hours you would no longer need to work in your job by saving that amount of money on food. So imagine if you could save even more on food, if you could save money in other areas, we're going to start adding up all of these hours that you no longer need to work. That is freedom. All of those hours, if we can even get you down to, let's say, half of the amount of hours you're working right now, that opens up a lot more options for you to find part-time jobs working from home, finding contractor-type positions, side hustles, um, you name it. So we can get you that much closer to being an at-home mom the more and more and more you can reduce your expenses. All right, step six, if you have any kind of a debt, then a debt elimination plan needs to be set up. So that's number six is to set up your debt elimination plan. So this is credit cards, it is student loans, personal loans, home equity lines of credit, uh, mortgages, car loans, business loans. If you have a, your own business, any kind of a loan that you have to pay off these could be payment plans that you have for medical expenses, dental expenses, braces. If your kids are in braces and you have that payment plan, well, we have two of those right now. So any kind of payment plan where you have to make payments to pay something down, add all of that up. We're going to go through a debt elimination plan. You need to set that up. You need to know exactly what you owe and how much each month is required as all of your minimum payments but also is there any more that you can apply to those each month to get them paid off sooner? I have great episodes on that as well. So I will link these in the notes to go and check out those episodes to help you out. All right. Step number seven, if you do not yet have an emergency savings set up, I would highly encourage you to tackle that before leaving your job. It's just nice to have some kind of a cushion. I know a lot of financial planners, Dave Ramsey, for example, and others recommend having a thousand dollars set aside that just covers majority of an emergency that were to come up. But I would like you to go a little bit further and think about anything that may be kind of on the horizon for your family. Maybe you know that your vehicle is going to need new tires soon, or in our case, we know our hot water heater is on its last legs. So anything that, you know, repairs that you have planned coming up for, you know, spring, summer, anything like that. If you have braces coming up for the children, if you have just any kind of an expense, then you can determine what you feel most comfortable having set aside as an emergency savings. So maybe pre-save up for the tires for the car, for example, plus another thousand for your emergency savings. It's a lot easier to save this up while you are still working but reducing the expenses immediately will allow you to save that money so much faster and get you at home sooner. All right, step number eight is now that you have figured out exactly how much you can reduce in your expenses, how much you really, really need for those bills and those important things where you're choosing to still spend your money, how much you need for your debt elimination plan, how much you need for savings, any goals that you have that you want to be saving for now, it's time for number eight, which is to determine the number of hours or really the amount of income that you still need to make. So you may have decided that 
your family can get by on just your partner's income. And if that is doable for your family, great. You can be a stay-at-home mom now as soon as you have implemented all of the changes to reduce those expenses. If you do need to bring in some kind of an income, it's really important to know exactly how much you still need to bring in. This can open up though a lot of ideas for you to get creative on how you can replace your income to be at home. So you may find a remote job that allows you to work at home that's part-time or the number of hours you need. You may start a side hustle, like maybe you have certain times of the day where you don't have your children at home, you don't need to be at home with them and you DoorDash, Instacart, you know, anything that's like contractor work, laundry service. Maybe you start a small business, a YouTube channel, a podcast. A, maybe you coach some somebody. Maybe you teach somebody lessons on how to play an instrument or or cook from scratch or whatever your skills are. You can teach people how to do those for money. Maybe you start babysitting or being a nanny and having kids watch kids in your home because you don't have to make as much money. Maybe that's an option now for you is to have a couple kids in your home with you at home and your children and now you get to be at home. Maybe you walk dogs or pet sit or house sit. Get creative. There are a lot of ways to earn money and now that you have a lot less income you need to make, you have a lot more options. You can do tutoring online. So many options out there. Technically now through this step eight, you have accomplished your goal of being an at-home mom. So congratulations. I'm so excited for you. The next step I would recommend though is number nine is, I'll just throw that out there, is to continue reducing your expenses. If you would like to continue on though, there are a lot of creative ways to continue reducing your expenses if you don't want to work. So some examples are things like using your rebate apps, uh, when you're scanning your receipts and things like that, so you get points, you can earn gift cards that help pay for things that you would otherwise have to work to pay for. Maybe you start selling stuff around your home and maybe you learn what really sells and you look for those items at garage sales and start uh, reselling them on Facebook Marketplace or eBay. Maybe you get into bartering with your neighbors and loved ones for childcare, for items that you need, clothes, hand-me-downs. Maybe you start looking more for free stuff and going out and getting things for free that you would have otherwise just gone and spent money on and now that's money you don't need to earn. Collect cans and bottles from neighbors, loved ones, friends, people in your local Facebook groups, etc. Learn how to cook things from scratch that will help further reduce your food budget. There are so many creative ways to continue reducing our expenses that you may just find that the amount of work you need to do drops significantly or is eliminated altogether. And you know what? Even if you are a single mom, I want to say, I know how hard you have to work. My mom was a single mom raising me and I saw the struggle that she had to go through. I know how hard she worked. We moved a lot from her getting promotions. Um, so I was a child of a stay-at-home mom and I know I can't 100% fully appreciate what it is that you do and have to do to raise your children. But I just wanna say a lot of these steps will work for you as well. There are at-home jobs and further reducing your expenses will also allow you to have to work less. So these tips can work for you as well. 
I don't want you to feel that you have to have a second income in your home to make these steps happen. All right, so that is your nine step roadmap to becoming an at-home mom, which leaves just step 10, taking the leap, doing it, getting the goal accomplished, right? Staying at home. What a blessing. I hope this episode blessed you. If you would like any coaching or mentoring as you're going through each of these steps, that is what I'm here for. I am a coach here to help you. I'm a certified life coach. I have been coaching for years in business, in finances, in all avenues of life. And I'm an at-home mom as well. I have implemented these steps myself for our family that allowed me to stay home with our son. I shared that in a recent episode. So go back if you haven't heard that one. But I'm here for you if you need me. If you want to know about any of my coaching packages, just shoot me an email over at frugallivingforfamilies at gmail.com and I'll send over the latest options we have right now. Take care. Let me know in the comments what step you're working on. I love to know how I can best support you. If there's anything else you need from me, uh, drop a comment and let me know or feel free to email me as well. Take care. Blessings to your family.